You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. You're the show Medical Files and Alhamdulillah Medical Files. Uh, we have uh, the personnel, we have uh, the uh, people, uh, we have those uh, medical practitioners that really give you food for thought. And uh, we bring those uh, that you really ask for. And uh, one of them uh, that is uh, popular on our slot on Medical Files is uh, Alhamdulillah Herbalist. He's an alternative uh, medicine practitioner. He's an archer. He's an educator. Mashallah, you know, he's an all-rounder. He's a broadcaster. Alhamdulillah, world-renowned for his uh, different shows he does uh, world over. And Alhamdulillah, is, as I said, a talk show host. He's called by many media houses also. But this evening, let me welcome you and uh, Yusuf Mali with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, Yusuf, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, bi kulli hal, subhanallah, Uncle Shafat. It's such a beautiful evening, alhamdulillah. Uh, we always say that, even though it's cold, it's bitter cold, it's snowing, in Gauteng, it's still snowing, in Cape Town, it's raining, and it's ice freezing cold, but subhanallah, these are all beauties from Allah, because we need that, we need to invigorate the body, we need to keep warm, we need to uh, um, ensure that uh, we are still alive, because if we feel it's cold outside, it means we are not dead yet, so subhanallah, may Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah, Alhamdulillah, I like, I like what you said, because as insan, you know, no matter what class, creed, or color we come from or what ethnic group uh, we belong to but there's one thing we uh, you know we all go through emotions we all go through pain we all go through test and uh, you know when it comes to health we all go through health issues and uh, when it comes to health issues there's only one uh, one language uh, that talks to each other and that is a cure you know shifa and uh, talk to me about that phenomena you know no matter where you are but uh, if if a person you know if he can get cure uh, maybe a doctor in India and he's from Europe or he can be from Timbuktu, but he will go to India for the Indian, uh, you know, cure. Talk to me about that phenomena, Yusuf. Subhanallah, Uncle Shafat, um, uh, it is so true. When a person, uh, uh, how can I say, love Allah's creation. Now, you must understand this body is our gift, as I always been saying. This, this gift that a manner that we receive, we must take care of. We must ensure that uh, we are happy when we present this gift back to Allah, that we will say, Alhamdulillah, shukr Allah, shukr for the opportunity to be on, uh, in this realm of a reality where we call the world and space and planet Earth. So Allah has given us this gift and said, yeah, go and enjoy this world, go and learn, go and study, go and research, go and, and bring me back the wisdom of your knowledge. And subhanAllah. So on our journey to this dunya, we experience so many different phenomena. We meet so many different people. We advise, we give charity, we give love. And all these things are things that um, uh, build our ihsan builds our understanding, go, uh, gives us a bit of tafakkur on what is life, what is things, what is really important in life, what isn't important in life, what uh, should we quarrel, should we uh, fight with one another, should we, these are all things as we grow older, we understand, but that's not important. Yeah, uh, uh, every, uh, um, how can I say, derogatory term against you doesn't mean it's a challenge. Every uh, a word of uh, uh, ugliness that is uh, spat at you it isn't mean. Is not meant to be uh, debated or to uh, go out and uh, uh, have a fight and create wars and create friction. Subhanallah. We look at the life of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and we understand that, and we understand how people ridiculed him and people threw spat at him, people threw uh, garbage in his way as he was walking and looking at how they threw stones at him. Subhanallah. And we look at that. Wow, well, that's our example. And within then we realize. If that is the beaten path that the Nabi Sallallahu used, then uh, we should follow. We mustn't use the unbeaten path, which is that of shaitan and saying, no, we are hot-headed and we feel we want to do this and do that. So, subhanAllah, once we start learning that and appreciating that, we start loving the uh, the life that Allah has given us and being appreciative for that. And when we do all that, and we are, then we start seeing that, subhanAllah, I must look for shifa for this body because Allah has put me on this dunya for a purpose. 
to do a certain thing, to do, may it be to uh, convert somebody to the beautiful region of Islam or revert them to Islam or to show them the path that they are taking is wrong, that they need some uh, guidance, some light. Uh, If it may be the the purpose of our, uh, uh, is where we just uh, say one beautiful word or make a decision that changes our lineage is uh, where we haven't done really major, but we've changed the trajectory of our lineage and those kin that follows us and saying, well, my father was a Christian and he became Muslim and now we have become islands and we have taught thousands and thousands of people and reverted, subhanAllah. It shows the beauty of Allah's wisdom, the planning that Allah has. So when we look for that shifa and we look and no matter where it is, as you said, from India to Timbuktu, subhanAllah, we finally come to that shifa and we realize, but this is the right way. This is what how we're supposed to live. This is what we're supposed to be eating. And then we teach our children and our lineage then changes as well. Because if they were on that wrong trajectory that we were on, genetically, they will be subjected to the same kind of condition that we were. For example, if we maintain a lifestyle of our parents and our parents at the age of 60, they develop a stroke heart attack. They develop a chronic diseases. At the, uh, and we maintain the same lifestyle as they did, meaning we ate the same food. We had the same um, type of rituals and exercises. And if they were couch potatoes, we did the same because we follow our parents. We followed the example. We were guided by them. And then we maintain that similar lifestyle and similar eating habits, similar type of uh, food that we were eating, subhanAllah. Then uh, literally at half the age, we developed the same disease. So it is stroke, heart attack, uh, hypertension. All these things are related to not only inherited, but it's the inherited lifestyle that we adopted that uh, that develops into that chronic um, uh, 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 condition that we have that becomes dangerous and becomes the death of us. So subhanAllah, if that, if our kin, just if our parents are, and kin make that change in their life where they say, nope, uh, this is the wrong food for me. I'll, I'll look for that shifa. And that shifa has helped me. And alhamdulillah, I will teach that to my children. So automatically, you have changed the trajectory. So isn't life beautiful, Uncle Shafat? If, that, if we start thinking like that, that today I must make changes for a better tomorrow for my children. Not only for myself. It's first for myself because Allah wants us to make changes within us so that we can make changes for the world. Uh, you know that why saying when we try to change the world and we found out that we must first change ourselves that is what it meant by that it's meant with wisdom that we understand that we need to change the fundamentals in our life that is the that causes the destruction of our ummah our family our lineage the ummah that follows behind us those who have followed the 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 uh, the pathway, the beaten path of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But we've gone astray. We've said, ah, uh, we can't help it. Uh, food is so nice. We can't help it. Uh, uh, worldly, material life is so nice. So subhanallah. May Allah guide us and protect us. Uncle Shafat, what's your thoughts? I mean, you know, I really agree with the many things you said. And, you know, as you said, uh, it's about family. It's about the community. It's about, uh, you know, uh, being spiritually uh, on the straight and narrow. Uh, physically, if you follow spiritually, you follow Atiullah or Atiul Rasul, obeying Allah and obeying his messenger, then automatically you will follow the sunnah trend of, you know, one-third food, or one-third water, and one-third air. And Alhamdulillah, you can be, there, you know, there and, you know, physically and spiritually, as you know, you know, we can be uh, fit and trim. But, uh, you know, we are a physical being having, uh, or we are a spiritual being having a physical experience. And whilst you're talking, Yusuf, I, uh, you know, I recall there's so many thoughts uh, every second that's going through our mind. We've got choices to make. And sometimes, you know, if you're making the wrong choice and the anecdote of Hazrat Ali comes through, and this is what he said. He said it so beautifully. He said, sometimes it concerns thee more to flee from yourself than a lion. Sometimes it concerns thee more to flee from thy, thyself than a lion. Now, moving through that, uh, Yusuf, I also think about, look at the different uh, you know, aspects of uh, healing. You get the Chinese uh, uh, medicine, and then you get the Ayurvedic medicine. Then you go through, uh, you know, the U- Yunani tub, uh, style of medicine, 
And as uh, you alluded to the fact, you know, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was, uh, you know, total in everything, a spiritual leader, uh, you know, a father, as, uh, you know, someone that uh, took you uh, uh, through through governance and all that. It's all there in uh, the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, even Kyo Shifa, you know, even told you a fly, or, you know, when the fly comes into your cup and, uh, you know, dip it in. And now science has proved that one side has the... Uh, the bacteria, the other side has the uh, antidote and so forth. And you're looking at the, the different uh, forms of medicine, and then you get mainstream medicine, the pharmaceuticals, and you get uh, different stories coming through, and they say, these are, you're buying, actually buying, buying uh, poison, and you're paying an arm and a leg, in most cases, to even make yourself more sick. How do you read into this, uh, these uh, different scenarios, and how do you, uh, you know, uh, answer protagonists or antagonists that come to you and say, yes, sir, but you're an uh, you're a herbalist, uh, you're an alternative uh, medicine, uh, you know, uh, uh, believer, and someone that implements that. How, and uh, why aren't you into mainstream and all that? How would you answer them, uh, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, Uncle Shafat, uh, we look at uh, at life and uh, we understand that, as I said earlier, Allah's plans is greater than our plans. My plans was to be a doctor, to be a gynecologist, was uh, going into um, uh, being part of that experience of when life is created, and or should I say when life is delivered on this dunya. That was always my dream and wanting to be that. But unfortunately, life has, uh, had a different uh, uh, trajectory for me. Uh, being experienced and uh, being uh, under the uh, tutelage of an uncle, a grand uncle, which was my grandfather's uh, cousin, uh, who was a herbalist, and literally he roped me in when he was um, busy with my uncle, uh, with my grandfather who had colon cancer. And um, he, he taught me uh, what type of herbs to use, what to do, how to, how, prepare, how to prepare it and how to look at it. And uh, literally, I looked at the, uh, what he did. And this wasn't like over a period of time. This was like, like just over a few days. Um, we, uh, he saw, but uh, Yusuf, I know you. Uh, he looked at me and like uh, like he knows me, but I knew him from no chocolate cheese because he was a grand uncle. And literally, I uh, I don't and, and this was just I was uh, still in matik. So um, uh, my my uh, what's the name? Uh, my ideals were going into medicine and going to understand medicine. And literally, I used to study it. I used my biology was my favorite subject. Uh, literally, I was a, a a student in biology, and understanding and wanting to learn history, the makeup of your body, how the body works, everything. That was my my dream. And literally, uh, uh, I love the body, and uh, because it was so beautiful, and everything around it, um, how the uh, uh, the life around our body, the life inside our body, which is not only our own, as we only uh, discovered recently uh, uh, with uh, with science, there's a trillion amount of uh, bacteria, viruses, um, uh, uh, from uh, um, uh, uh, worms to a variety of different kind of um, uh, insects that we find in our bodies. So it, it, it is a, uh, which we call amoeba. But now, uh, if we go to uh, a greater understanding of our body, that we are feeding our body to stay alive. As soon as we don't feed our body anymore, the body starts eating itself. And that's when it's evident, when we pass away and there's no more life. The, the worm starts eating on us, subhanAllah. So it was that understanding going through and learning that this uncle approached me and said, um, I know you. Like literally, uh, you were speaking to my soul. He wasn't speaking to me because I was still a child. I was like nothing to him. But he said, I know you. Come to me. And I went with him and uh, he said, look here, I want you to get me these ingredients. This is what I want. This is what I need. So I said, Uncle, I don't know what you're asking me. I don't know. So he taught me. This is the type of. Uh, this is this type of uh, uh, plant. This. Uh, this is what this does. This is what that does. And I'm like, wow, amazing. And at that time, I had a photo uh, uh, photographic memory, and literally whatever I've seen, I would be able to understand and be able to um, memorize it. But uh, because of my so many uh, uh, head injuries uh, that I've been in through my years, um, uh, memory has lost me, uh, left me. So uh, memory is still something that I can still go back to. But at that time, at that age, I was still very active. My, uh, I had photographic memory. I just had to read stuff once and then I don't study. 
the uh, uh, I see my son, alhamdulillah, has the same kind of attributes, alhamdulillah, where he sees that, and my daughter has it the same, where you see things once and it, it like sticks to, your, it sticks to you. And that's so beautiful. And subhanAllah, um, to grow with that and understand that and to nurture that. So it's not just about reading once, it's about reading once with understanding and then getting used to it and getting understanding, getting wisdom with it. That is important. And so therefore I push them in that way, but uh, uh, indirectly. I don't want to like impose on them because they must learn. They must learn on their own. They must get their own feet. But may Allah guide them and protect them, inshallah. I mean. But Uncle Shafat, so that was, that's the, uh, the uh, how can I say, the stimulator and initiator to the understanding of what is medicine. And so then going and researching medicine and uh, so subhanAllah, I was, uh, it was only a few days with that uncle. But that uh, was the foundation that laid the, uh, um, the uh, how can I say, the cemented and banked this idea of herbal and organic medicine. So subhanAllah, um, for 30 years I've been busy with uh, various different types of uh, uh, conditions and ailments. But uh, uh, what even made it even more stronger was my uncle again. My uncle was uh, Ibrahim Mali. Now, he came from Saudi Arabia. He worked in Saudi Arabia, and he studied um, Ahlusini work. When he came home, uh, he stayed by us, and him and his wife, um, uh, Rahima, uh, she was from Durban. So they came and they stayed by us, and literally they were with us for about five, six, seven years. And in that seven years, um, uh, he, uh, he started practicing Ahlusini work. And um, uh, it was then revealed that the gifts that I have, uh, that that I could see things that other people couldn't see. And my mother had a special gift; she could neutralize things just by touching. And um, he used those gifts in uh, the helping and assisting of people. When people came and they stood in their droves, they they came to come and see how to remove sihr, how to remove the, uh, the ugliness of uh, weaponization of, uh, how can I say, um, dirty work or black magic, subhanAllah. And that also gave me a different trajectory, a different understanding of uh, of life and understanding of the spiritualness of life. And because I could see people's pain. I could see and understand people's condition. And by looking at that, I said, subhanAllah, the, that is so beautiful that um, uh, you can heal somebody by touching and you can heal somebody by uh, advising them, do this, do that, and you'll see a difference. So subhanAllah. So when you say people come from Timbuktu to Switzerland and various things, subhanAllah, I have seen that because I had we had people that came from all over the, uh, the, the planet that came to see my uncle. And literally, he, uh, he would advise them, do this, do that. This is what you need to do. There was no Tavis involved. There was nothing like that. It's all about looking at um, helping and healing and, uh, uh, and that aspect. And subhanAllah, uh, it was a... a, a, a Awesome experience, and um, but then life went on in that. Uh, uh, so I, I told my uncle, no, I have to finish school. I have to, and this was before I was in matric, and this was I was still a minor. So, so um, all those things uh, becomes uh, building blocks for the person that who you are. So when as life uh, goes on, you start seeing things and looking looking at things differently than what when when you were, you were younger. You understand things better because you have been experienced and exposed to things which others want. So researching and going into medicine and looking at the, investigating it further what does it entail? What uh, What is the purpose of medicine? How do you actually look at medicine? And we understand that, as as we both know, and many of our listeners do know, that the medis- medical pharmaceutical industry is a, um, uh, 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 how can I put it, is a system that um, ensures that they don't heal a person completely. So that you can always come back and make ensure that you become part of the cash cow system, that you uh, they, they give you certain uh, foods or, or should I say certain chemicals that becomes uh, uh, that create side effects in your system that inevitably you need to come for something new or something different or something more enhanced. And that is unfortunately the system that we live in. And that system is uh, uh, based on poison, the understanding of how poison influences our immune system. So uh, a micro uh, micro amount of uh, um, material that is necessary 
to uh, influence the immune system to react in a certain way. That is a study of how you, they, they do that over many, many years. So it's about peer review and understanding, yes, this uh, element works in this manner. This is how it works and this is how it uh, reacts to our system. Then it goes through trials and then it goes through um, finally into a conception of a, a product, which is a, a, a chemical, which is a tablet, maybe um, um from uh, uh, the Saturn right up to a heart, heart tablet, uh, if it's a hypertension tablet, whatever tablet it is, or subhanAllah, it's the understanding of how that poison influences your system. And when I look back at this, I said, no, this is not something I want to be in. This is not something for me. Because if I am hurting somebody so that they can get better, it doesn't make sense to me. I want to heal somebody by, hurt, by helping them understand, by uh, exposing them to the beauties and the love that Allah has given us on the sunya, and that's organics. And we understand the botanical beauty that Allah has given. As you mentioned, you have, uh, you have uh, Chinese medicine. You have um, aviuretic medicine or Indian medicine. You have uh, medicine, which is also um, Islamic medicine. And then there's also African medicine. Then you also have South American medicine, but that falls under also the, uh, uh, the traditional African medicine as well. But uh, the understanding of those four medicines was for me fundamental of understanding what do we need in order to repair and heal our system. And therefore, I studied and under and uh, did research. I uh, started experimenting and did that all on myself. So it helped me with my conditions and my uh, ailments that I was uh, stuck with. So subhanAllah, understanding it and working with it. Now, I'll be able to give advice. Look here, if you use ashwagandha, this is what we'll do. If you use shalajit, this is what we'll do. If you use ganoderma or you use reishi or you use um, uh, shiitake, this is, this is the possibilities. This is what it can do for your system. So understanding all these different uh, elements, we can make a difference in our body. But unfortunately, people don't look at the beauty and the organics. They like the quick fix. They like the tablet. They just pop in and, okay, I got a relief and that's it. But they don't know the harm that it does. Uncle Shafa? Uh, JazakAllah Kaila for sharing that and also you know we have our resident uh, Mufti, uh, Mufti A.K. Hussain you know whenever people ask uh, for du'as uh, for the, got this and that he's got you know eyes from the Noble Quran which is also a Shifa, the Quran is also a Shifa and uh, JazakAllah Kaila for sharing your thoughts and uh, you know your history with us uh, Yusuf Mali because as uh, many are getting to know you and now that you have given your totality there and Allah bless you for that and as uh, you know your uh, people got to know you here, and uh, you have a big dossier here on uh, Marcus Sahaba. So I went into the files, and uh, here I, um, you know, I took out uh, some of your questions uh, for this evening. The first one is from Bilal, and he says, "Assalamu alaikum. I used to be a heavy smoker, thus uh, resulting in my feet uh, being stained. Can we have an alternative to getting rid of them, uh, Yusuf?" Well, Uncle Shafan, there is quite a few and quite a number of uh, different, um, uh, how can I say, uh, of, um, uh, condiments that you can actually make for yourself. From uh, charcoal, which is extremely, extremely good. So if you're using charcoal um, toothpaste, it helps. And there's a different type of charcoal toothpaste with lemon and ginger in it that actually helps in strips that, uh, um, uh, that uh, stain, that yellow stain that you have in your teeth. That's if you're using toothpaste. And that's where the recommend highly. Uh, then you have also others that you can make yourself. For example, if you use baking soda with hydrogen peroxide, um, it will help remove the plaque buildup and bacteria to get rid of the stains on your, te on your teeth. For example, you use one, uh, mix one tablespoon of baking soda with two tablespoons of hydrogen peroxide to make a paste. I'll repeat that. One tablespoon of baking soda with two tablespoons of hydrogen peroxide. Mix that paste and uh, use it as a toothpaste. And you use it in the morning. Uh, you can use it actually three times, uh, but don't uh, overbrush. Don't uh, make sure that you're not pressing too hard when you're brushing because you can damage your enamel of your teeth. You can damage your gums. So be careful. Um, this is uh, organic, so but still um, uh, uh, you, you can still hurt yourself. So uh, be careful how you brush your teeth. That is important. Uncle Shafan. Yeah, this uh, question also uh, came through. It says, uh, uh, Anonymous says, uh, uh, 
brother Yusuf Mali, whenever I eat uh, trotters or tripe, I have a very bad odor coming out uh, from my mouth. Why is this so? Uh, yeah, I think after, you know, Kurbani and uh, people, uh, Eid al a lot of them have some of the delicacies they like. Some go for the brains and some go for the trotters and some go for the tripe. I don't know what you go for, Yusuf, but how do you answer that question? Uh, they call that in, uh, in Cape Town, they call it afal. Now, afal is uh, uh, all the other extras that uh, yeah, is actually the best part of the animal. And many of uh, our family said, no, they don't like the heart. No, they don't like the brains. No, they don't like the trap. They don't. Well, subhanAllah, those are the best parts of the animal because that is where you find all those elements that our body needs. You see, when we just stick to the meat, we are only getting the proteins and the carbs, but we're not getting the amino acids. We're not getting the um, uh, the, the elements that actually our body needs in order to survive. You see, our body is dependent on what we eat. So if we eat ingredients like we eat in liver or we eat uh, the heart, there is different types of chemicals in those organs that uh, that actually stimulate our system. So it is very important that we look at a variety and not be subjected just to one type. If it's just chicken, then that's it. Subhanallah. We must uh, we must make changes. If it's a uh, chicken and meat, Subhanallah. That's good. It's variety. You know, there's fish. You get different types of fish. Each one having its own unique chemical. Each one having its own unique makeup. And that is so beauty about life. Uh, Allah has given um, uh, how could they say the tree of life in all. Uh, all his creation. So when we look for the, uh, uh, you know, mankind is looking for that tree of life, that life that is sustaining, that will give us uh, a longevity and give us wisdom. Subhanallah, Allah in his infinite wisdom have done that throughout his, all his creation. So if we're looking for that speciality, we must be able to look at the bouquet. Allah has designed it that way. Allah has designed it in so a uniqueness. So when we understand that uniqueness, we are then mesmerized, subhanAllah. Then we look at that, uh, uh, what of the favors do we deny? The favors that Allah has given us is so beautiful and so wonderful, but yet we say, no, uh, we just like chicken, chicken or beef, that's it. Now, subhanAllah, look at the, the, the uniqueness Allah has given us and try and learn to appreciate each and every one because our body needs each and every chemical. So uh, we, let us go with that understanding. Now, looking at the, the smells that come afterwards, well, was the uh, meat well done? Was it not well done? If it's not well done, then you have that after smell. Um, if you have um, also, if you have uh, acidity or high acidity in the tummy, you will also have that smell. If you have, what's the name? Uh, if you don't, uh, if you didn't brush your teeth well, um, you also have that smell. So it's about, um, how can I say, uh, cleaning and cleansing that is necessary. Um, uh, also, uh, the, the smell, many a times we will burp it because of that. Then take uh, 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 an acid, uh, look at, uh, um, for example, um, baking soda uh, is extremely good. It is an antacid. So you can use baking soda with, uh, with a little bit of um, uh, uh, garlic, uh, mix the two together. It helps. Uh, you see, but garlic, you get a garlic smell. SubhanAllah, you'll be surprised. What uh, baking soda and garlic does. Um, uh, you can use a variety of different, like um, uh, mix it with honey uh, that it neutralizes it even further. So um, looking at these different uh, uh, treatments that you can uh, apply and give to yourself in order to reduce that smell that um, uh, the, the, that could be offensive. Therefore, um, for example, we know that if, if you have that uh, garlic smell on your breath, uh, you, you can't make salah amongst people. And uh, that's, uh, that's again uh, another sense uh, and hadith that you, you, need, you need to stay away uh, for the next couple of days because up to 40 days because the smell could be uh, 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 affecting other musallis. Now, what about those who are smoking? Uh, what about those who are, have an odor or, or, or something uh, that, that, that offend, uh, offends uh, you know, the, the Musali standing next to you? SubhanAllah. Uh, the wisdom of Islam is so beautiful. And the, uh, the, the understanding, we, we must not try and hurt another, maybe in smell even. So we must not hurt one another, even in the way we look, where we don't greet. The, everything is so beautiful of Islam. And so when we, uh, we love Islam so much for that, subhanAllah, 
You know, it's as if uh, you read my mind when you're talking about Brett, and I say, hey, let me ask him about garlic. Hey, you hit me for the six right over the <laughs> Tafelberg. Yeah, over the Table Mountain. Yeah, he's landing in the Indian Ocean now. That was a big six you hit there, Yusuf. And, uh, you know, you talk about uh, different uh, breaths and all. I mean, something very important you brought about is, uh, you know, our physiology or our emotional status, uh, which is uh, very important for good health. And if emotionally you get affected, and as someone, as you said, you walk into a room, you can feel the neutrons, the protons, the electrons, you can feel the person's vibe, you know, with his uh, body language or the way he looks at you and so forth. And if you don't have a strong resolve, you can get that person or that individual that will intimidate you and psychologically break you down uh, mentally and physically you become, you know, you go into a limbo state and uh, then your immune system goes. Talk to me about that type of scenario, Yusuf. Uncle uh, Shafat, as we know, we are influenced by our colleagues. We are influenced by our environment. Uh, we are influenced by and stimulated by, um, uh, the, as you mentioned, the chemical makeup of others. May it be just in uh, thought, uh, in their mindset, uh, may it be uh, in their body language, and maybe in their speech. So, subhanAllah, we are influenced. So, therefore, Islam teaches us, be amongst those who bring positivity. Be amongst those who brings you closer to Allah. So if we in a company of people who are swearing, in a company of people that is always ridiculing others, we're in the company of people who are sadistic or in nature and narcissistic in nature, what happens? We start developing that trait. We start becoming that. And those are all negative traits, which influences our soul, which influences our body. And we start developing that negativity and it goes into our organs, which then activates uh, certain um, inherited under Underlying diseases. How do you like that? Subhanallah. If we understand that uh, we uh, are influenced not only spiritually, we are influenced bodily, physically. So our physical makeup is influenced by our environment. So if it, we're in a negative environment, for example, we, are, we, we work for Kuburg Power Station and we're in a nuclear environment, what happens? That nuclear uh, bomb, uh, uh, atoms uh, actually bomb, and electrons bombard our body and we start developing cancer. Uh, uh, we start developing uh, various different types of ailments because of the negativity in that environment. Now think of that nuclear power station being amongst somebody that is swearing all the time. May it be a parent, may it be a loved one, may it be a teacher, may it be a, a, a colleague at work, subhanAllah, that nuke, that electron and uh, atomic um, uh, 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 nuclear radiation that they're giving off is influencing you. That becomes the cancer to you. May it be the cancer that is your character. May it be the cancer of physical cancer. Subhanallah. Like we have said in so many shows, when you, for example, at a, for a plant, if you speak beautiful to the plant and you nurture the plant as you are actually feeding the plant, the plant grows and blossoms beautifully. But there's an experiment done that they have seen that when they start shouting, they put a, a two um, uh, uh, two different plants, same plants, but two different in uh, next to one another. Uh, one they are feeding, and but the, it's in a hollow tube. So the one they're feeding and throwing water and they're speaking nice to it and they let everybody speak at uh, speak to a uh, beautiful towards the plant and uh, uh, um, compliment the plant how the plant is growing. That plant grew beautiful. And then in another corner they had a different uh, the sa a same plant uh, or, or say the same genome thrown in uh, put into the same tube everything the same. But at this one, people must walk and shout and scream and swear at this plant. That plant never grew. Subhanallah. Just looking at that experiment done, uh, this is scientific experiment done. So now imagine that kind of nuclear radiation that we give off to one another being in an environment that is toxic, an environment that causes us to become sick. Subhanallah. Get out of that environment. So it's very important to look for those who brings you closer to Allah. Be in the environment of those who, who, uh, uh, who teach us the positivity of life and understanding of life and the love for life. But being around those who are constantly subjecting you to nuclear radiation, subhanAllah, it's inevitable. You will be sick. Because Shafat? 
brilliant indeed. And in other words, you know, you come from the Pal or you come from Boland and you come near the foot of the Table Mountain. So, you know, you physically, uh, you know, you'll be, you know, ship shape because of the freshness you're getting and the lovely mountain air coming through and so forth. And, uh, you, uh, you know, comparing that to a city slicker coming from uh, perhaps, uh, you know, Houting and that area where there's a hustle and bustle or this metropole, uh, this metro or the mega metros uh, that are captured by the Zionist Brigade and you have to pay through your nose to live there. Uh, but, you know, living, you know, people uh, maybe call people, hey, you're a farmer. But the farmer has the last laugh then, uh, Yusuf. Well, subhanAllah, yes, Uncle Shafat, the farmers are true doctors because they give us the produce that we need to survive. It, uh, uh, when we look at um, uh, life, life is about um, eating the right foods, eating the right and consuming the, the right types of food. So now, unfortunately, our farmers are subjected to changing the, uh, the, the method of farming, uh, how and the seeds that they use must be genetically modified. So the, uh, the, the, uh, the food and produce is not the same as it was before. So um, uh, unfortunately, we've unlocked the various different types of dangers in our system by looking at the, the genetically modified foods and uh, let alone the environment that it's in. So when you look, for example, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Paul, and mentioned uh, uh, the mountainous ranges of the Drakenstein, the, if you look at uh, 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 all that beauty, uh, it's designed in a certain way. For example, um, food that is rich uh, near uh, mountainous areas are um, more wholesome than those in flat areas, for example, those in uh, uh, for, uh, uh, in Johannesburg or those uh, in uh, what's the name uh, in those Pumalanga areas where there is less mountainous areas. For example, the reason why I say that you see uh, the wind is and uh, temperatures are trapped by the mountain. So it becomes more moisture ridden. So there's more moisture in the foods near mountains than foods that's on the plains where it's subject just to the sun. So the uniqueness of having food and like grapes, the, the, uh, for yeah, uh, we are renowned for the grapes in, in Cape Town. We're renowned for our citrus in Cape Town. We are renowned for um, uh, um, uh, various types of vegetables. Uh, that is extremely beautiful and wonderful. We are renowned for our feinbos. We are renowned for um, uh, all these wild, um, uh, um, uh, how can I say, uh, vegetation, which is extremely uh, 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 how can I say, beneficial and nutritious, subhanAllah. So therefore, the, the bees that's in, uh, near these areas are also very wholesome. So subhanAllah, uh, the honey is very nice, alhamdulillah. The feinborn honeys and the blue gum honeys and all those are very, very good because of that. So when you look at uh, the uh, how and uh, or the places of area of farming and how it's being farmed, uh, because if you look at the farming uh, in the uh, flat laying plains like Mpumalan, uh, Johannesburg, uh, Gauteng area, uh, looking at farming in those areas, the, the, the soil is very arid. There's, there's lack of moisture in there. So vegetation yield is more for that of which is uh, wheat and barley and uh, that kind of uh, uh, elements that they can actually grow there. Whereas uh, wholesome vegetables and will be more in area where there is moisture uh, uh, um, uh, 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 how can I put this now again? Soil that is rich in moisture. So soil is very important and looking at the environment is also very important. So those are factors that our farmers have to look at. Now, those are farmers who have been doing it for many years. Unfortunately, with this farm killing and uh, our farmers leaving our, our country and going over to various other countries because they're scared of the, this country, we are left now with farmers that know nothing. They are, they are now given GMOs and saying, look here, grow, and now, okay, we do as you say, we don't know what we're doing, what we're just going ahead. They don't know the, the right time to throw it in. They don't know the right time to harvest. They don't know how to, uh, the right time to actually uh, what to feed, how to feed, all those things which our farmers knew. So, subhanAllah, that is another topic on its own and just going and understanding how vegetation and how, uh, how to grow vegetation. It's not anybody that has a green thumb. 
So it's learning that over years and being given that uh, through uh, through the wisdom of lineage, subhanAllah. Each one has its own uniqueness and may Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. Ameen. Uncle Shafan? Well, I tell you, uh, the way Yusuf Mahdi described, uh, you know, vegetation in Cape Town. Hey, I tell you, the tourism board will come and give him a garland. Plus, they'll give him a couple of grands for that. He did a grand job indeed. And he says, uh, Cape Town, honey, yeah, value for your money. Mm, brilliant indeed the Yusuf. And also, you know, when you look at uh, the different scenarios, I mean, you hit a powerful topic indeed, a GMO and, uh, you know, the, uh, the capturing the world markets whereby, uh, you know, these conglomerates, they go and buy off uh, rice, rice fields around the world. They go to India, the Basmati fields and this fields. They burn three quarters of the fields and they keep quarter of that so they can keep the prices of food or the prices of rice as an optimum. What an evil system going through. And as uh, Yusuf said, the new farmers that come through uh, using GMO uh, seeds and so forth, that you look at the tomato that you have. <laughs> he wears a seed. This tomato has no seed. That orange that you open up and you eat, mm, you're looking for a pip. There's no pip. And then you say, what's going on here? You look at uh, a purpose. You peel, uh, you know, you cut that purple open. Nothing. Nothing inside. You're looking for the seeds. But say that i supposed to give this to the birds. Yusuf, people, yes, yes. people are, you know what? I mean, we, you and I know that we, we, we grew up with that organic culture. You know, we grew up uh, where we knew this is my orange and I'll have to put out a few pips. And look at the popo. Not one seed in the popo. What's going on, Yusuf? Well, unfortunately, Uncle Shafat, uh, those seeds are uh, patented. You need a seed that is patented, and you can't mass-produce patented seeds because it's patented. It belongs to somebody. It doesn't belong to Allah anymore. It belongs to somebody, as you mentioned. Um, Subhanallah, we we live in a a time and live in an evil time. Uh, we everything must be uh, what man designed, not what Allah designed. And they want to claim uh, authority over it. They want to c- claim uh, sovereignty over the uh, over their creation. And this is ours. So if you want ours, you uh, it will be uh, um, it's weather resistant. It uh, uh, it's not subjected to weather. You will get what you want, but it doesn't have the value of what you want. But you're getting the fruit that you want. If people want an orange, they love the taste of the orange. They're going to get that. But are they getting any value from it? No. They're not going to get any value from it, but they're going to get what they want. So we're going to give people what they want because our seeds that we make, it's our seeds in our laboratory. It's our seeds. That is the, the, the mentality that you have is it's mine. It's mine and it's ours. It's not yours. It's mine. So if you want mine, you're going to pay top dollar for it. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to corner the market with it. And that's what, the, as you mentioned, this is how they do it. The, the, they use, um, uh, they have a different type of business skill and ethics when it comes to being humans. Unfortunately, they, they think um, of the best way to make money and make a lot of money and they don't want to make change as farmers they're making change when you when you go buy produce by a farmer you pay like uh, say 50 cents uh, one rand uh, but if you go buy it in the market it's 20 rand it is 40 rand it's 100 rand so where does the money go up well it's the chain that you have to pay for so uh, the transport that you have to pay for but you buy it by the farmer you get it for four cents uh, you buy by the retailer, you're going to pay in rands and dollars. So uh, the, that, that, that is the market, uh, how market is driven. And now when you have GMO, you are paying in dollars and no more paying in money, yeah, uh, 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 local currency. You're paying in your dollars because now this is, uh, this is expected for overseas market. And we look at that system where, you, uh, uh, for example, this is a, sub- su- uh, uh, a declaration that was written many, many years ago where they subjected Africa to where they can only produce enough food for Europe, not for themselves. If they want anything, they need to buy it from Europe. So you're a colonial state and you need to buy from the colonial master. You need to be subservient to them, but you need to feed the master by, by cultivating your fields and making your fields available and giving foods and may it be cashews or may it be um, uh, vegetable or citrus, whatever it is. 
or that Africa grows. They need to only grow what the master needs and not for, uh, what's the name, uh, and not grow anything else and become a sustainable. They don't want a sustainable Africa. And that's been evident. And we see it happening throughout Africa. And that's so evil because they need an Africa that's dependent on them, not an Africa that is sustainable. When Africa becomes self-sustainable, it becomes autonomous. It don't need anybody else. And Africa is capable of doing that. And that's so evil about these sinister evil beings that what is mine and ours is not yours. So you need to be dependent on me. We'll give you the instruments. We'll give you the technology. We'll give you what we've built that you need to come back to us to repair. You need to bring it back to us to to, to maintain. Uh, You need to bring it back to us so that we can ensure that you are dependent on us. And that is the system that we're living on, dependency. Uncle Sharad? You know, once you spoke about, uh, you know, it's no more Allah's and all, but the ayat of the Noble Quran came to four when you said that, Wallahu alimun hakimun, where Allah says, I am all-knowing, all-wise. And then, uh, you know, the disclaimer comes in where shaitan, shaitan challenged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, said, Ya Allah, I will change creation. And this is where you talk so beautifully, Yusuf, that he has changed creation, where he's interfered even, uh, you know, with the man. You can see what's going on now, LGB, XYZ, and all that. You know, you can see what's going on with creation. But also when it comes to food, I mean, you get this, um, you know, uh, uh, sort of Benjamin Netanyahu, where they're taking different cells and, you know, producing fish for you and they're producing tomatoes for you. Uh, They're producing this uh, with machines, you know, they're getting all the machines done that and the steak and they want to do away with the, uh, you know, the beef and mutton and all that. They want to have a laboratory. So you can you have to buy this from a certain conglomerate, from a certain group. They will run your life and they will ruin your life and so forth. And uh, Jazakallah khair for that, Yusuf. And, you know, uh, Allah's blessed you with so much of knowledge. As you said, that alone is a program on his own, on its own. So Allah bless you for that. And you can see everything is being changed, manipulated, uh, tampered with. And uh, the, 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 the barakah of reading the Quran, the barakah of performing your salah, the barakah of reading dua before meals, how important that is, uh, Yusuf, especially in these uh, times of fitna and fasad, uh, Yusuf? Subhanallah, Uncle Shafat. Um, we, uh, just yesterday I was consulting with a client from Pumalanga and I was uh, actually talking to them and uh, looking at, for example, the, the beauty of uh, Allah's creation. And when we understand that um, uh, science has also proven it, uh, understanding of water. Right, just plain and simple water. You have water that has no value, have no life in it. You have zamzam that is valuable with abundance of life in it. And life that you can't see, but literally they have to put it under a microscope and they will see these crystals that are active in uh, in the zamzam. But uh, they lie dormant. But the minute you recite, the minute you have the adhan uh, recited around these uh, um, uh, test tubes, they found out that these electrons, these uh, crystals became active and vibrant. They became colorful just by the recitation of the Quran, just by the adhan. So subhanAllah, when we put that in our body and we make dua and we are positive, oh Allah, grant me shifa, oh Allah, grant me afia, oh Allah, grant me uh, um, to be steadfast in you, oh Allah, guide me, protect me, oh Allah, grant me the opportunity to be a better person because through your will and through your sustenance, oh Allah, grant me. Once you start mentioning and you're asking Allah for that, automatically you, whatever Allah has created becomes valuable to you. When you don't recite, it's dead to you. It has no value in your system, even though it is a valuable product. It's a valuable food that you are taking. But the minute you recite on it, it's in the amalu bin niyat. Everything has an intention. So when you have the intention of oh Allah, guide and protect me with this food that you have given me. May it be a sustenance. When you pray on it, uh, may it even be uh, in your own language. So when you pray, uh, pray on the food that you are consuming, but best is Arabic. So when you uh, recite and uh, uh, pray on the food, automatically it becomes alive. 
you awaken its potential. You've unlocked its, you, you, the key is dua. So you've unlocked its potential. So the potential where it can heal you, rectify damages in your system, it becomes, uh, pro, uh, profound. It, uh, uh, it pronounces in your system a uniqueness. It speaks the language that your body speaks. So automatic, uh, uh, the nuance that you uh, the, the, that you experience is the the DNA level of connection. Subhanallah, Uncle Shafat, uh, I, I mentioned this some time ago. Let me just repeat this again: that we are uh, we have Allah's fingerprint, which is our DNA, and Allah's fingerprint is throughout the, this dunya. Every aspect, up to the seeds, as we've mentioned, what Allah has created has His fingerprint. There's a DNA stamp on it. So when we consume but, uh, 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 pure organic botanical foods, vegetation, we uh, automatically, our system, our barcode scanner, which is our tongue, automatically understand what is the DNA of that uh, produce that you are consuming. And then it uh, tells the brain, this is what we received. This is what we, uh, your body needs to prepare for. Automatically, the stomach is then uh, um, influenced in order to retrieve the different type of chemicals and uh, um, different types of flavonoids that's inside our the produce to extract it for what is necessary. So there we come back to that part of the, uh, the, the animal carcass when we're eating the kurban, the different elements that we find, our body automatically knows this is found in the liver, this is found in the heart, this is what our body needs, and it extracts it. Because there was a communication, that communication of DNA. So subhanAllah, uh, may Allah grant us that wisdom. And look at the beauty of our life is about understanding the and uh, celebrating Allah's creation. And being happy with receiving Allah's creation. And that's why we make dua. That's why we recite. That's why we understand and we make dhikr for Allah. Because it's through Allah that makes us better human beings. And may Allah guide us inshallah uncle. Uncle Shafan, your thoughts? Beautiful uh, unleashing the power of healing from within yourself. Uh, beautifully said there from uh, Yusuf Mali. And uh, whilst you talk uh, there, Yusuf, I was uh, just thinking deeply, uh, you know, delving into the pages of the Noble Quran and swimming into the ocean of knowledge. And it came to the foyer uh, that, you know, when Musa salam went to Pharaoh, and uh, at that time, magic was, you know, the ultimate thing. So he used his magic to dispel the myths of uh, the magicians. And uh, then uh, when you looked at uh, the time of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu it was uh, literacy, you know, they were very eloquent. The poets were, the, the Arabs were brilliant with their language. And here Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu comes with the ultimate miracle, the Quran, a miracle of miracles, the language, and you know, the way it expressed itself, they were dumbfounded. During the time of uh, Isa alayhi salam, uh, Jesus, uh, you know, Peace be upon him. And uh, then uh, the, the, the miracle there was, uh, you know, people used to heal. There was a medicine was uh, like, you know, very important at that time. There, Isa comes up with, you know, you know, by the leave of my Lord, he healed the leper, he healed the blind, and he raised the dead to life by the leave of my Lord. And I remember giving this um, uh, this lecture at a medical school where, you know, it was Jummah time and they had a Jamaat Khana. So I, I gave this as a preamble and I said, perhaps one of the greatest physicians that ever lived was Isa. I mean, they looked at me shocked and I started giving them, a, I said, can you bring the dead to life? Can you heal the leper? Can you do this? But by the leave of my Lord, he did it. And, you know, everything there, you know, it's in the noble Quran, uh, Yusuf, and we just have to delve in it. And, you know, share the experience with Omar, like how we did the, this evening, you know, you being a spiritual, um, uh, you know, uh, individual also, you resonated so positively on this platform. And I noticed uh, that uh, maybe uh, three quarters of our program uh, got garnished with spirituality, Yusuf. Well, subhanAllah, Uncle Shafat, that's one thing we can never take away from our lives is our spirituality because we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, as you said earlier. And when we look at uh, the, the our spiritualness with Allah and our connection to Allah, that's why it says hold on to the rope of Allah. When we hold on to that rope, we grow closer to Allah. But when we tether that rope, and that rope gets tethered away where we don't have that love anymore for Allah, then what do we go? Who do we tether to? And what do we tether to? And that's where shaitan comes in. So when we have this 
evil thoughts and evil thinking, uh, we become um, narcissistic, we become sadistic, and then we look uh, and we in that type of environment constantly and we then start appreciating it, we start admiring it, and then we want to emulate it. So subhanAllah, it's about oh, the environment that you are in. But when we look at the healing that Allah has given us, and Allah has taught us that there is healing upon healing in everything that we see and touch. So subhanAllah, just by your the heat of your body, you are healing your baby. For example, the mother, when the mother is with her, uh, her, her child, the child is laying, uh, the doctor said, we can't heal this child, the child is dead. The mother takes the child and puts it on her bosom, uh, bosom and then um, uh, uh, prays and uh, uh, cries over this child. The child wakes up. SubhanAllah. So many times it happened. You know, so how, do, how does uh, uh, medical science explain that? They can't because it is the healing love and uh, that Allah has given. The spirituality, that uh, the spiritual connection between that mother and child was so strong. It activated all the, uh, the, the, the body to heal itself again. So subhanAllah. Looking at that, just the touch. Let alone the words, let alone the sustenance of food, subhanAllah. So how can science deny what Allah has given? Allah's uh, realm of beauty is so, mashallah, there is no, um, we can't deny Allah's uh, rahmah, Allah's uh, barakah that Allah gives us, which is so much of khair. So therefore we make dua for one another. May Allah guide us and protect us to have that rahmah. May Allah guide us and protect us to have that barakah. And uh, we achieve the khair that Allah grants in each and everyone's life. So once we start denying it and looking at only at what man can give, we denying Allah's uh, Allah's uh, rights over us, uh, so we we tethering away from uh, from Allah's rope, and we look at what uh, what can this doctor do? Subhanallah. Allah guided you to the doctor. If the doctor can help you, Alhamdulillah. But if that doctor is narcissistic and saying, "But I have given you, I have done this," Subhanallah. Then automatically it shows you that this doctor wasn't good for you. This doctor thinks of himself as a divinity, as Allah. No, Iba is but an instrument. Everyone is an instrument. So, so subhanAllah, when we learn and we start uh, reacting that way, that our purpose is Allah. Our journey is to Allah. And the message that we are going to carry is, to, uh, is for Allah. So, subhanAllah, when we start experiencing that, we experience life differently. And then we start appreciating life. And that's where the Quran uh, tethers us to Allah. And teaches us in the Quran the, the, the beautiful history of man, the beautiful history of the prophets, and teaching us how what leads us astray. Looking at uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, as you mentioned uh, a bit earlier, what, uh, what type of environment is toxic that will, uh, will create the fitna and facade, that will create the, uh, a life that is so dirty that Allah destroyed them? So let us not go into all that understanding. It's just read Quran with understanding. Read what is mentioned in the uh, in the Quran. But the other thing is also, Uncle Shafat, we must understand is today we read the Quran and we, we read the words and we understand it. Ten years later, we now have a better understanding of it. Twenty years later, now we know how to implement it. Uh, in uh, 40 years' time, we start uh, lecturing about what we read in the Quran. Because uh, even though it was at that moment in time, we understood the Quran just by that mindset. The, uh, as we grow older and we stimulated and experience life, we read that same verse and we now understand it differently. Now when we have start implementing that verse in our life and we read that same verse again, it then speaks in a different language to us because now we have a greater understanding. The tafakkur on that becomes even more intense. And that's so beautiful, uh, beautiful about the Quran. It is when one person reads, it speaks to them in one language. And, he, and when somebody else reads it with a scientific mind, it speaks to them in a different language. And when a person who has narcissistic, it reads, uh, they only read words what they want to read in the Quran. So subhanAllah, the Quran is how you read it and understand it. May Allah uh, give us that tafakkur, inshallah. So which is it of the favors of your Lord uh, do you deny? And alhamdulillah, hope and pray 
that uh, we, whatever we do, we do it in a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. Uh, Yusuf Mali, absolutely brilliant uh, uh, company this evening uh, on uh, medical files. And I'll leave the parting words uh, to you, Yusuf. Well, subhanAllah, may Allah guide us and protect us and give us a greater understanding what is life. Life is beautiful and life is what you make of it. It's how what you, how you are with one another. If you want to be evil, narcissistic, if you want to be a tyrant in your family, Allah will grant you that opportunity so that your children can see the evil person that who you really are. If you are going to be benevolent, if you're going to be loving, if you're going to appreciate each and every one, Allah will grant that love and wisdom to your kin. So be kind, be generous, be like the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Be like him. There's nobody else you want to emulate. All the superstars and all the uh, celebrities that we see in, on TVs, uh, these are actors. And if you really see who they really are, subhanAllah, you turn your head and say, I didn't know he was a drug addict. I didn't know he was a child abuser. I didn't know he was a pedophile. I didn't know he was the subhanAllah. But when you look at the beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his life has been emulated for a thousand four hundred years. His life and footsteps has been followed for a thousand four hundred years. Who else do you want to follow? There's over almost two, we over two billion Muslims in this world. Who do you want to follow? So may Allah guide us and protect us and let us live the true Islam. Become the ambassadors of Islam. Don't preach it, practice it. Practice it so that people can see who Islam is. And once you start practicing Islam, being in the footsteps of our beloved, subhanAllah, we will change the world. We make the world a better place, inshallah. Amin. So may Allah guide us and protect us and become better Muslims. Until we chat again soon, shukran, Uncle Shafat, for the opportunity. Have an awesome evening, inshallah, until we chat again soon. Until then, from me, Yusuf Mali from Cape Town. Ma'as-salama. Ila al to our very own Yusuf Mali. Absolutely, mashallah, evening in your company. Time for us to go for the Isha Zan, and inshallah, we will continue after that.